Hello again, ladies, and welcome to the Amazing Bible Dot Book Club. I'm Julie Callio, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If you are interested in contacting me, you can email me at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Well, today's lesson, we finish up the book of Exodus with chapters 35 through 40. And it begins with Moses gathers all the congregation of the children of Israel together and says, These are the words which the Lord hath commanded that you should do. And again, we see that the Sabbath day is mentioned. This is huge for God. Six days you work, but on the seventh day is a holy day, Sabbath of rest. Whoever does work on the Sabbath shall be put to death. And it cracks me up, ladies. It's interesting that as Christians, it's easy for us to say, people who practice divination shall be put to death. But we are, re- but we are really good at ignoring the commands that say, people who don't obey the Sabbath shall be put to death. We have a way of erasing the words that we don't like and focusing on ones that we don't seem to have issues with. But here God says, whoever does work on the Sabbath shall be put to death. You shall not even kindle a fire on that day in your homes on the Sabbath day. Verse four starts a new section. And this is, they have asked the people to bring offerings. Whoever has a willing heart, let them bring it to the Lord in order to build the tabernacle. So they come, everyone whose heart was stirred up and everyone whose spirit was made willing. And they did in droves. The Lord had called Bezalel of the tribe of Judah and Aholiab of the tribe of Dan, who were skilled craftsmen, and they also helped to teach others in this project of building the tabernacle and all of the things that are in it. In chapter 36, verse 6, the people gave so much that the message came to them that they have given way too much and they need to stop giving now. So, In verses 8 through 38, we see the building of the tabernacle and what was necessary to make it. Then in chapter 37, we have the making of the holy chest, which is in verses 1 through 9. And Bezalel made the ark of wood and covered it with gold, but the cherubim were made out of one piece of solid gold and it was beaten out into its form. Verses 10 through 16, we have the making of the table, which is also made of wood covered with gold, but they have a gold crown around it. In verses 17 through 24, we have the lampstand, which was fashioned and made out of one piece of pure gold. Verses 25 through 29, we have that incense altar. And at verse 29, it says, and Bezalel made also the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices according to the work of the apothecary. In chapter 38, we have the making of the altar and the basin. The altar and the basin were made out of brass and these items go into the courtyard. 
In verses 9 through 20, we have the making of the enclosure of the courtyard. And then in verse 21, they take a tally of how much they used. And of gold, they had 29 talents and 730 shekels. Of silver, they had 100 talents and 1,775 shekels. Out of brass, they used 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. Chapter 39 begins with the making of the holy garments of the priest, and the fabric was made of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet. For the ephod, which is the apron, they beat the gold into thin strips and then cut it into wires to work it into the material of the priestly garments. There were shoulder pieces and the shoulder stones, which were engraved with the names of the 12 tribes, which was a memorial to the children of Israel. On the breastplate, there were four rows of three stones that were engraved, and these were according to the names of the children of Israel. They also made the robes, and on the hem were the pomegranates and the bells so that the Lord would hear when Aaron would enter into the most holy place. The turban was made of fine linen with a gold plate called a holy crown, and on it said, holiness to the Lord. And then finally, all of the work was done. Then in verse 33, it says, they brought the tabernacle to Moses and everything that was in it. And then the the Bible passage lists all of the items again. And then in verse 42, it says, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel made all the work. And then verse 43, and Moses looked upon all of the work and behold, they had done it as the Lord had commanded and Moses blessed them. Chapter 40, our last chapter of Exodus begins with the Lord speaking to Moses. And he said, on the first day of the first month, you shall set up the tent of the congregation and you shall put inside the Ark of the Testimony, the Ten Commandments, and cover the Ark with the veil. You're to bring in the table and the candlesticks and light the lamps and set the altar of gold for the incense and set the altar of burnt offering and the laver and put water in it and set up the outer court and the court gate and then anoint it all with the anointing oil that is made especially for the tabernacle, for it shall be holy. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tabernacle and wash them and put on their holy garments and anoint them and sanctify them that they may minister to me in the priestly office and then do so with his sons. And Moses did all according to the Lord's command. Verse 17 says, this happened in the first month of the second year. From here, it goes step by step of how Moses set it up. And then in each section, it says, as the Lord commanded Moses. And then in verse 33, it says, so Moses finished the work. I don't know if you noticed, but in some ways, this is similar to Genesis, right? Day one, the Lord saw it and it was good. Here instead, though, it's that Moses did all according to the Lord's command in each of the different sections. But in both cases, the work was finished at the end. And with regards to the people, Moses blessed them as God blessed the Sabbath day. Then, 
After Moses finished his work, then the cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And this time, and this time, not even Moses was able to enter because the cloud and the glory of the Lord filled the temple and there was no room for anybody else. Verse 36 says, when the cloud went up, the children of Israel went onward in their journey. But if the cloud was not taken up, they did not journey until it was taken up. The last verse of Exodus says this, For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was upon it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. So ladies, what's our takeaway? Number one, God has gifted you in some way. Are you using your gift for the glory of God? Number two, is there a task in your life that you need to finish and you've been putting it off, but it's important? Bezalel and Aholiab and the people finished making the items and they were blessed by Moses. Moses finished his task of putting it all together. He finished Is there something you need to finish? Number three, are we following the spirit, the cloud, when it moves? Are we where God wants us to be? Do we know God wants us to stay here? Are we staying here? Do we know God wants us to move on to the next thing? Then we need to move on. So ladies, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Instead, let's follow the Lord wherever he leads us on our journey. Let us be women who will obey. Until next time.